<laughs> Do you know what the Wardroom's favourite woodland is? No. An enchanted forest. Welcome to Just Roll One, your first stop the last icon of things. I'm your first host, Aaron, and I'm joined today with uh, our other host, James. Yo! Okay, so... Uh, Quite a lot of people have messaged me quite excited uh, about episode one, uh, talking about the wardroom. Obviously, the worst faction in uh, Conquest. Oh, yeah. Um, they're like second from last at the moment, aren't they? It's just awful. Yeah. Um, and uh, so you've played quite a lot of uh, wardroom, and I think we're hopefully going to go over some lists and get some good ideas about you know, how we play them, yeah. you know, how you yeah. would play them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and, and first of all, just to. Um, just a quick say out, a shout out, you know, to, to everyone who kind of commented and and messaged us saying that the first episode was was really good. Um, they much very much appreciated it. It wasn't just two uh, two British idiots uh, chatting about for about an hour and a half. So yeah, yeah thank thank you very much. It was my, very, my, very encouraging. My dad said it was good, oh, and God. my wife also said it was good. So oh, there, yeah, nice. here you go. So that's nice. that's your uh, yeah, especially especially. Yeah, no, that's great. Especially to the person who uh, said we had lovely voices. Yes, first yeah. time I've ever, I've ever had that described by my voice. So that's it. You it's were. a low bar, I think, being <laughs> British. Yeah, it's it's just above mute. It's. <laughs> <laughs> but no, thank you, thank you very much. It was uh, very encouraging and all all very appreciated. Um, but yeah, no, Wadroon then. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've I've I mean, I know you've been getting an army together of them as well, and I, I think. <laughs> You you've probably had a couple of games yourself with Wadri. I've I've played a few. Um, I'll be honest. The first one I played was just kind of a a quick thousand point game uh, into Rego, uh, and so that didn't go well at all. I don't think I killed anything. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably because I had a fairly poorly made list, but also <laughs> because I'm bad at the game. So <laughs> I'm hoping after today you can explain to me how chanting works, and then I might yeah. remember how to do it. Yeah, also Dwegum. That's not yeah. that's not, not this <laughs> So this was before they changed the, how the elemental tokens worked. And oh, I fair. think I actually killed um maybe one stand of Fireforged. And I mean my list wasn't great. So I kind of I started off with I believe it was a predator. Uh, yeah. and then I had two units of slingers, uh, some hunters and some yeah. raptors. So Probably not the best list in towards uh, you anyway. I know, I know where you went. Yeah, I know where you went wrong there. Yeah, I didn't have a yeah, big dinosaur. Yeah, you and you and you went ranged. Exactly. So that was yeah. that was the problem. Uh, <laughs> so I've also since that game basically cut off the backs of uh, one of those units of slingers and changed them back into hunters because hunters seem very good. They do actually. They they do, and I quite enjoy playing with hunters. I've been having mm-hmm. a little play around with some slingers myself as well, actually. That I've had a couple of games, a couple of little games with and stuff. But um, the internet uh, told me they're terrible. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, apparently they they were they were terrible, um, and they needed to be reverted back a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Oh, fair. Um, uh, yeah, I mean it it it. it I think the chanter mechanic is definitely something that we're going to be probably spending quite a bit of time talking about, mm-hmm. um, and really kind of like breaking it down and and um, 
probably feeding it into one of our one of our later bits, which is basically like how accessible are they to to people, or how accessible is the army to a new to a new player or someone thinking of collecting uh, the Wardroon. Um, but yeah, no. So to begin with, then, um, well, effectively, like, who, what, like, who are the Wardroon? Like, what, what, what are the Wardroon that we keep talking about? Um, how, how much of a lore do you, you kind of know in, in, in the lore of Aya? Quite a bit. I mean, I am a bit of a, a lore buff. I'll be honest. I've not kept up with the living world too much. But other than that, I think I have a fairly good idea. My sales pitch on Wardroon and generally Conquest is. They have sexy orcs riding dinosaurs, uh, and I think from that point, there's not there's nothing to there's nothing to not I mean, like. I mean, to be honest, that is the sales pitch I was using when when we were helping out with the um, at the UKG. <laughs> it was literally the sales pitch. I was I was talking about you know the fact of steampunk Greeks and and like undead Byzantine Romans, and then when we get into Wardroon, it was like orcs on dinosaurs. Yeah, and and everyone was just nodding in approval, going. Mm. I've I'm got so my. I've got my apex, my first uh, apex predator sat here next to me. Nice, yeah, looking very nice. I might eventually <laughs> paint it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. No. I mean, yeah, basically, you summed it up like sexy orcs on on dinosaurs. Yeah, um, love. Do you want to do you want to give a little like little bit in the, into their background? I mean, I believe that's the official background. There's nothing else in the whole law. That's just what it is. Um, <laughs> so uh, we we talked a little bit last. Um, that's an episode about the, the law of, of conquest. And I'm assuming most people have some idea um, about it. But uh, basically, the wardroom were created by the spires to be kind of like a warrior um, bodyguard race. The spires, they don't like fighting too much. They like developing uh, other races to fight for them. Now, they, they kind of had a bit of a project with the Nords at one point, and we might we'll cover that when we get onto the, the Nord episode. But that failed um, pretty fantastically. And so I think uh, what happened was a lot of the, the spies after, they still wanted to make these races to fight for them. But they maybe, you know, rather than trying to alter an existing race, they tried to grow their own. Yeah. And they didn't have much luck, really, with the Wardroom. They were making these big like imposing creatures, but they didn't have any kind of sentience, so I guess what you'd call like a soul. And yeah. it wasn't until just at some point four of these creations basically came to sentience. And they don't know why, and they didn't know why at the time. And I don't believe, I still don't believe they know why um, that's the case. And it was uh, conquest, famine, death, and war. Is what these four, the four, I guess, progenitors went by. Yeah. Now, basically, what happened is very similar to what when we talk about the Nords. Um, there were some Dwekom nearby this spire, and they weren't too keen on the spires, and they found this huge spire before before they could finish. So, eventually, the the Dwekom basically burnt the spire to the ground. That was where they were creating the wardroom. And kind of, I, I imagine, either the wardroom maybe escaped, and I think, um, was it Conquest? Um, one of the first four founding wardroom kind of helped yeah. them all escape. And, yes. you know, the, the four big ones kind of helped them all to escape. And I think as well, probably partially the Dwego, they'd gone to kill the spires. They didn't really care about these random, you know, orc things that were running about. Yeah, no, so no, exactly. They basically ended up escaping and um, essentially kind of founded their own 
uh, nomadic civilization in the wastes led by these well uh, i believe did conquest die uh, to save the wardroom um, um, uh conquest uh i'm trying to no i, I think yeah i think i think I think Conquest died. Yeah, there's only one. Happened. There's only one of them. Yeah, there's only one of them that, that's living. Yeah, and it's called the. I can never pronounce it, but the Yukavizani. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And and she's like considered almost like the living goddess. Um. Yeah. But and also, I can say that the dinosaurs. So you've got the apex predator and all these other big dinosaurs. They're also, you know, the spires while they were making the wardroom, they're also testing all the other different wildlife in the area. And so the dinosaurs are all kind of um, spires creations too. Uh, so I kind of know that part of the wardroom, and I know uh, a little bit about the, the wardroom society. You've got the warriors and the farmers, and uh, the wardroom need a lot to eat because they're huge. You know, they're a very big, fast metabolism. Uh, and so one really unique thing I do quite like about the wardroom is that's, uh, in their their culture, it's you know it's just as I guess honourable to be a, a farmer as it is to be you know a warrior or a soldier, yeah. uh, and they're really highly valued. And they have some kind of testing process where you can you're tested to see if you're you're going to become a warrior. And if you fail, you know you don't succeed the the test. You essentially become a farmer, but it's not like a, a shame. It's not like uh, oh, you're rubbish, so you're going to just be a farmer. Like, no, it's, no, it's really important to them because they need a lot of food to survive yeah exactly yeah. exactly the last thing i read i was reading a, one of the lore articles recently about the ashen dawn and about the orders and i think there's some kind of so there's 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 a bit of a split so there are some wardrobe that are kind of settled in like there's one called like the oasis which is like their main hub and there are other settled places but there's also still the nomadic tribes that exist and i think there's some kind of tentative peace or understanding between the orders and the wardroom and they let them pass through some of the the orders gates between the wastes and the yes. other lands yeah uh, and i just yeah. thought that was really interesting kind of uh yeah relationship it, between the two yeah I'm, I'm not sure yeah and 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 that that's actually that reminds me that features into their into what was their kind of release trailer as a faction mm-hmm. Was this um, kind of this this kind of um, uh, standoff or, or this kind of debate between what looks like to be like a a, a priory priory commander um, mm-hmm. and a, and a chieftain? Um, okay. and, and, yeah, and, and and basically it it kind of and it, it it's clever because it also hints towards the old dominion as well. Yes. like the old yeah. dominion are, are are spreading out and and starting to take over more of it. And it's almost like they're, they're forcing the wardroom out mm-hmm. uh and effectively it was well, i mean the trailer was basically we're, we're, we're going through this gate <laughs> <laughs> one way or another uh, we're going through this gate um so yeah but no exactly exactly and it, it it's i think that's it i think that's the inter- interesting thing about them is that normally when you think of orcs in wargaming you, you probably immediately think of something like the warhammer orcs mm-hmm. Um, either 40k or, or like the old world, like the fancy battle mm-hmm. Warhammer orcs. That they're very kind of insular. Um, they won't communicate with any other races. They won't deal with any. They'll just basically they just want to fight. Mm-hmm. And these aren't those kind of orcs at all. These are very 
um, like very structured, very very civilized in a way, and they're not and, and, um, and intelligent. Yeah, well, they're not. They also so they they were made to be yeah. violent. They were made to be aggressive, and they don't want to be. So there's no. a lot of the structure in the wardroom society it's, it's, uh, is around basically civilizing themselves so that they aren't just aggressive and fighting between themselves or fighting other people. You know, they're yeah. trying to become more, I guess, yeah, civilized. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it, it allows, especially in like the, um, the the living world, it's 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 quite cool because it allows them to kind of interact with the other factions um, and not just be this kind of boring. Oh, we're going to fight you all. Um, rah 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 kind of stuff. They're actually, you know, they're they're, they're it, it, it's much more kind of like political, intrinsic relations that that, mm-hmm. that this faction can have, which I think is really nice. Um, I think the closest comparison they have to it, like the orcs in like the Elder Scrolls. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's how I kind of try to paint mine to kind of look like as well as that. Mm-hmm. But you know, you know, they're gonna mess you up, <laughs> but violence isn't like isn't the first port of call for them. Yeah. They will try yeah. and like work out a solution first, and then beat you up if, if that doesn't if that doesn't work. But yeah, um, no, no, yeah, absolutely right. But yeah, no, that, that's um, yeah. I kind of forgot that they had this little um, this this little kind of interaction with the orders, mm-hmm. which is always pretty cool. Well, I've been I've been trying to catch up on my my law recently. What I really want to find, as a bit of an aside, is so I really do want to read over all the living world stuff. It's really hard to find at the moment. I'm sure it must be somewhere. It must exist somewhere. So. Uh, I need to find that somewhere so I can sit down and read all these different stories because there was a really interesting Spires one, yeah. and the most recent Old Dominion one is also really interesting too. Yeah, it's been they've been doing so well again. For anyone who doesn't quite know what the Living World is yet, if you're quite new to the to the hobby in the in the world, um, if you go onto the Powerbent website, there's this thing called the Living World, and effectively it's like a community um, dictated series of events. So something happens between set characters in, in, in the world of Aya and basically you vote for the outcome mm-hmm. um, it's, 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 it's kind of there's normally one, there's normally kind of two options aren't there, two paths like a kind of path A or path B but you kind of vote which one you want to do uh, and then whichever gets the most vote that outcome happens mm-hmm. uh, and it's a really clever, it's a really kind of fun engaging um way of a really like pushing the law forward and mm-hmm. not but 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 you know engaging the community with it so it's, it's a really fun kind of thing to to have a look at but yeah you're right what well, it's it's going to be quite tricky to find the the law side for them i um, think as, as well like it, it it really makes a difference uh to the law of the game i was listening to um i think it was an interview uh that they were someone was doing from parabellum recently um and they were talking about the the most recent Old Dominion result. And there was one of the votes where it, it came out more or less down the middle, kind of 50-50. Yeah. There was a vote between two different sides and just didn't expect it. And when that happened, they were like, well, damn, how do we, <laughs> what do we do? Uh, because there has to be an outcome. But, it, you know, if it's like 0.1% in one day, we, we can't just have it go in that direction. So they no. then had to kind of sit down and basically create this law for uh, the Old Dominion. And that's now going forwards the the official canon of the the game. Nice. Um, when we do the old, I'm very excited for the old Dominion episode. It's been really interesting. The law there that's been very good. Yeah. No. It it has actually. Yeah. The old Dominion probably got um 
it's definitely like the creepiest mm-hmm. lore at the moment. I mean, well, you know, undead, undead Romans kind of stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. the the Old Dominion is like really, really cool lore as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. So yeah, it. it, it, it what well, I was gonna, I was, I was just had a thought, like you know, but what what we really want is for Power you know, just to kind of release, uh, like a collection of mini works. Yeah, like based on a, yeah, yeah, a little law book, you know, something like a companion, but just focused on all the little stories that've been going in the living world. Mm-hmm. Uh, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. <laughs> <laughs> Produce that book, please. I will put it on a coffee table. <laughs> oh yeah, easily, easily. I'll, I'll, I'll put it next to the apex <laughs> between the two apexes. Or the Tom floor. Oh, I don't. I'm leaving. I'm not talking about the Tontor yet. That's coming back. That's, that's, that's going to be. I hope at, so. At, at that, yeah, I'm holding off on that. I'm holding off talking for that now. That's going to that's going to be in a little bit. Good, um, good. But yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, it's it's, it's exactly right. Um, so yeah, they're kind of the newest. They, they are the newest faction in that in that sense. Um, in, in terms of like how long they've been in the world, and yeah. actually they're they're, they're well, they're still relatively young in terms of what factions are out at the moment as well um they were yep. the fifth faction mm-hmm. released after the 100k of 100 kingdoms the spires the dwegerman the nords um yep. the wardroom was the fifth faction um and yeah they 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 brought something new with them mm-hmm. uh and this really kind of like was a, a I guess a, a a prelude or a hint at how the game or a large uh, aspect of the game was now going to was now going to be and that was um army rules or yes, yeah. uh, army specific kind of rules and yeah when the Wardrun appeared they had this thing uh called chanting which I remember taking part in the playtesting for Wardrun, and uh, originally I just could not understand it. <laughs> I, like I, the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and even during games, I was like, I, I can, I'm, I'm not getting my head around this. And so I remember it did go through a few different kind of different, different re, uh, different edits, um, to try and kind of make it a bit more, bit more simple, a bit more kind of readable. Um, but yeah, and and. and this was like a really unique, unique thing about them. It wasn't just like supremacy abilities now or anything, but it was like, oh, hold on, there's this, there's this army rule kind of thing. So, um, which is this is as unique to the faction as as um, as the supremacy abilities. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and, and and it really kind of like was like I said that kind of like horn blow or that kind of prelude to, to, to all the different kind of army specific rules and everything that we all have we have now um, mm-hmm. and yeah and, 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 and they're I mean we've already kind of touched upon how they look and their and their aesthetic but they're just absolutely wonderful models mm-hmm. yeah, no they're, about it. they're fantastic models and they're, they're really fun to play as well um, I think you're spot on. I mean, if you look at the first four factions, I, I've been trying to think of like a name, like how you can group the factions. So there's there's definitely very much a group of Dwergum Spires, Hundred Kingdoms, and Nords. 
just in terms of their design. Not that they're boring. I mean, I love playing Hunt Kingdoms, but they're a lot more straightforward to play, other than maybe the Spires, than, say, the Old Dominion, the City-States, and the the Wardroom. Kind of have a bit more technical, I guess, just in their army rules. Um, but I've been trying to think of a way to to name them, to group them. <laughs> uh, I want to make one that everyone will adopt, so we we know what we're talking about when it, uh, when it comes up. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 definitely. Um, oh yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think what you could call. I'm trying to think what you could call that. Um, uh, tag us on a yeah. thing. Someone else do it and tell us what they think they should be. Yeah, some, or some if you will... disagree with the groups. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, group it for me, so I don't have to do it. <laughs> no exactly right um but yeah no it, it it again if you if you're kind of like new to to new to um conquest or a hobby uh or you've heard of wardroom but you haven't really bothered like well first of all as soon as you go onto the power Bellum website the first thing you see is this massive picture of a uh of, of a of a of a tontor i'm not talking about him yet I'm not talking about it yet <laughs> but there's and and it's got some there's, there's quite a few releases planned over the over the summer as well with thunder riders and a, a thunder chief and everything else and and yeah it, i mean it was it was the i think i said it in the last episode as well it was the um the apex predator but as soon as that came out i kind of just looked at it and went cool i'm playing wardroom now yeah and, and yeah and, and and uh not not looked back not looked back since and i was very much the dinosaur kid at school yeah, and dinosaurs are cool. Like they're really awesome. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> yeah, no, same, same. Like it, it, it's. I, I think it just it just hits that kind of like ten year old boy kind of feeling. And it's like yeah. when I when I played Warhammer and AOS, I was always playing Lizardmen as well. Same yeah. thing. It wasn't because of the magic or anything else, but because of big, massive dinosaurs. Like who doesn't want to be, you know, stomping around exactly with T Rex <laughs> or something? Yeah. No, so they, they definitely kind of. Yeah, they, 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 I mean, to me, they definitely win the cool, fa- they, they definitely win the cool prize. There's no, no there's no way about that. Um, so do you want to take some time to explain how the chanting works? Because I can't, I, je- you know, <laughs> I, I look at it, I have a vague idea, but yeah. it never works. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so the way the chanting works is when you, when you build the army, each character you have to choose what coat they follow and that coat can be uh, uh war death or famine initially and then all the regiments uh in that character's warband all follow that same coat so if you have a queen if you have a matriarch queen who's following war then her and all the regiments in her warband are following war um same with death and famine what that means is that then, when you're playing the game, if that regiment or that character started were on the field at the start of that round, when you draw their card, you put down a token relating to the coat that they follow. So again, that queen uh, with her, let's say, let's say it's, there's a queen with, say, uh, she's she's got a warband of, she's got a regiment of braves in her warband. I draw the I draw the Braves. They started on the field that round, and so uh, immediately before anything else, before draw events, anything like that, I just immediately put this war token. Um, 
in um, in 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 this pool, in kind of this chanting pool, and that happens each time you draw um, a regiment or a character. Now, you can then spend these tokens for different perks, and I lose I use perks in a very loose, <laughs> in a very like loose term. Um, <laughs> Because there's more than that, you can give them like absolutely amazing buffs, um, but they relate to what kind of chart, what kind of tokens are in the pool, and what kind of cult they relate to. So, and you 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 have three kind of tiers of perks in each cult. So we take war for example. Um, if I've got once I've got two tokens in the pool for that regiment. I can then decide, actually, I'm going to spend these tokens and I'm going to give them the first tier bonus or the, like, the first bonus. And because I've got two war tokens, it's got to be war. And that's fine. And for instance, like the first the first tier of war is um, if the regiment is broken, it immediately gets a free rally and it gets plus one defense till the end of the round. If I have, if I save it, if I don't do that and Let's say I draw another war regiment, and now I have and and I put down let's say a third war token. And this is where it changes a little bit because now there can never be more than three tokens in the pool, and so I now have to spend those tokens on that regiment. But it means that because I've got three tokens, I can activate the second tier, tier two, which for war is that regiment gains uh, plus one resolve and cleave one. So now I've got a regiment of let's say yeah let's say it's another regiment of braves. I've now got a regiment of braves that have plus one resolve uh, and now a cleave one. But it gets a bit better than that as well because the tiers are cumulative, so they stack. So I, I not only do I get the benefits of tier two, but I also get the benefits of tier one. So by spending three war tokens, I've now got this regiment of braves that are um, plus one defense, plus one resolve, and cleave one. Uh, and now they can activate as normal as well. They can, you know, they can do all their normal, their normal stuff. So that, that's so. And you do that whether it's cult, whether it's um, death tokens or famine tokens, and and they all really the different cults are really thematic as well. So famine is all about being fast and wanting to um, make that seemingly impossible charge, and then when they get into you, kind of like just, uh, just just. Basically, just kind of like smash into you with with, with um, shock and some. And it, it can help you. It can give you a, a plus two to your charge distance. And everything else as well. Death is all about basically uh, <laughs> doing doing what it says on the tin, <laughs> causing <laughs> causing death. Uh, death is probably the most kind of um, universal one mm-hmm. and easiest to pick up. War is actually quite a defensive one, and you wouldn't necessarily think it from the from the name, but yeah, war war's quite a defensive one. So that's more about um, yeah, make, making you guys a bit more kind of survivable. So that kind of plus one defense, plus one resolve, um, rallying if you if you're broken, um, it's you know helping helping you guys stick around a bit further. Yeah, blessed and counterattack as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah blessed, yeah, and blessed and counterattack are in tier three. Mm-hmm. Now you can't get to tier three normally. So, again, for like the the, the ones who um, 
you, if, if, you, if you've been following right, yeah, you're, you're saying, well, hold on, you said there's three tiers, but you have to spend three tokens to do the second tier, but you can never have more than three tokens. So how do you get up to that third token? Well, there's a special rule called Fnatic. And I love Fnatic. <laughs> I, I never, I never have a. I, I don't think I ever not have the mantle of devoted somewhere in the list. Mm-hmm. And Fnatic basically is kind of it allows for two things. Uh, the first one is that um, if if a regiment is Fnatic, then first of all they can't chant, or they can't yeah they they can't chant or benefit from a chance of any other cult than the one they're following. So let's say I had that, that queen with the regiment of braves and they're following war. Let's say I actually had two death tokens. I could actually spend those death tokens and, and, give, the, and give those benefits to the uh, braves, even though, they're following, even though they're following cult of war. That doesn't matter. It is, the cult kind of really just um, is, is there to identify what tokens you're putting in the pool. Um, not really limiting you to that cult unless you're fanatic. So if you're fanatic, you are following that one cult. That's all you do um, because, well, you know, again, it, it, you are what it says on the tin. You're fanatic. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other part of it is that you count as spending an extra token when you chant. So let's say I've got two. Uh, let's say that um, I've drawn a fanatic unit. And it's allowed me to put uh, a second token in the pool. And let's say it's a fanatic of war. And now I've got two war tokens in there. I can spend them. And that would normally only give me access to tier one. But because they're fanatic, they count as spending an extra token. So actually, it counts as almost spending three tokens. So now I can activate tier two. But that's not all. (laughs) And this is where the chanting really changed for version two from version one was Fnatic um, also allows you to access the tier three. Uh, but the tier three is still three, t- uh, it's three tokens plus the Fnatic special rule. Mm-hmm. What that translates to is basically I've got those two tokens with that, we've got those, I've got those two war tokens with that war Fnatic unit. I spend those two tokens I count as spending an extra token, so I go up to tier two. But because I've now got, because I've counted as spending three tokens, and because they've got fanatic, I can actually go. I can almost basically skip tier two, mm-hmm. and skip tier one, tier two, and go and straight to tier three, where the fun stuff is. And again, as mm-hmm. I said, it all stacks. So now this regiment of Braves, if they're fanatic in war, have now got again not only the um, the the plus one defense. And they and they uh, rally if they're broken. They've got this cleave one and this plus one resolve. But now they've also got blessed and they have counter attack. And bear in mind that that Braves, they're what 100, 135 bare minimum unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you basically so, got yeah. this bare yeah bare minimum unit that's now got all these special rules because of this chanting mechanic. So chanting chanting is is it can be really powerful. Um, it can, it's not very forgiving because if you mess up the order or if a regiment dies when you don't want them to and it met, and that forces you to start putting down a token when you don't want to, 
it's not forgiving because again, once you've got free tokens, you have to spend them. But I've only talked about uh, war, death, and famine. There's a fourth cult. Again, relates to the uh, the 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 four progenitors, and that's conquest. Now, conquest is um, it, it, it's often described as like a wild card, but I like to consider it as like the blank card in that it allows you to do anything you want. So the, the normal mechanics is that um, if you're resolving uh, chanting, or if, you, if you're doing what's called chant the battle cry, where basically you've got enough tokens and you can now choose these bonuses, the first step of it is actually seeing if you have any conquest tokens. And if you do, you have to convert these into um, uh, for each conquest token you have, you have to convert it into one of the other chants. Effectively, what that means is that if I say I have, say, let's say I have three conquest tokens, um, uh, each one of them I need to turn into something else. So I can turn them all into, let's say, three death or three famine or three war. It's a bit long-winded, and this is kind of why I don't like terming it as a blank card. And I, th I think, to be honest, it would actually just be simpler if they made conquest if Conquest was considered just its own cult rather than this kind of weird wildcard mechanic, um, is that once you've done that, you can then, if you have um, uh, different cults in the pool, you can chant from the Conquest column, uh, you can chant the tier equal to the number of different cards you have. So if you have, say, uh, a death and a war, because they're two different cults, you can now chant um, the tier one Conquest. And tier one has got the real, real kind of crazy good stuff. So tier one of Conquest is basically plus three to your first march action. Mm -hmm. So unit of raptors um, that have already kind of probably moved on 17 inches, 16 mm -hmm. inches with a banner. Uh, yeah, they're now going 20 on a double move, yeah. which is now 37 inches up the board. And that's one of my favorite tactics is turn mm -hmm. two, right? Here's, here's five raptors in your face. Deal yeah. with them. <laughs> Tier two for conquest is plus two evasion. It's capped at three, but plus two evasion. And so those raptor right. Three yeah, evasion off, is fantastic. Uh, Crimson Tower, impact hits, cleave three, whatever you throw, whatever you want, and don't care. Raptors, yeah. raptors are now those raptors are now evasion three. Uh, yeah, doesn't doesn't matter. And there's quite a few things in con in 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 the war journalists that do have evasion. So it's mm -hmm. not uncommon to really get. And, and and there is an artifact that you can give a regiment evasion um, plus one as well. So it's not uncommon to really be able to get a regiment up to evasion three with these guys. Yeah. But the third tier, the third tier of conquest is you can perform three actions in your activation. You can't duplicate actions other than march. So you still abide by that, but you can do three actions. So uh, yeah. that is, in theory, um, well, the, the most common one is normally move, charge, clash. And so if you have a movement, if you have a, if you say those braves are, let's say they're fanatic, and again, again, you can only activate the third, the third uh, tier in conquest if you're fanatic in conquest. And conquest, you have to spend points to um, make a character and a regiment following conquest and there's only really two ways 
of getting a regiment to be fanatic in conquest. That's either taking the regiment called Chosen of Conquest, in which they they specifically state they follow conquest and they have the special fanatic, or you make a character follow conquest and you give them Mantle of Devoted, and Mantle of Devoted is an artifact that the regiment they are with gives them uh, fanatic, uh, fanatic, but then you have to spend points to uh, really give that character teachings of conquest too, which is like their retinue thing. And, and number two is that character and the regiment they with count as following conquest. So it's not it's something that you need to invest points into. It's not something that's really easily done. Um, but uh, yeah, let, let's say you've got that unit of braves and there's character with them and they're now following conquest and a fanatic with the mantle of the devoted. Um, their charge is effectively 14, uh, effectively 14 inches mm-hmm. plus a d6 because they can move first and again, everything stacks. So they move five, but they don't move five because they only move eight because of that plus three on their first march. So they've already moved eight mm-hmm. and now they charge. So now, now, so then you basically put a plus five on top of that. So now it's 13 and, you know, if you roll a one and they're 14 away, you still count. So for all intents and purposes, it's 14 inches. So they have a 40, yeah, they have a 14 inch charge. And normally, okay, cavalry can have a 14 inch charge. That's not, you know, 15 inch whatnot. That's not normally a problem. Um, Because it means you can, and and, and many things can like move and charge and cover that distance. Mm. But they've got this third action. So not only now have they moved and charged and come into you, but now they're going to hit you. Mm-hmm. So it's very cool on oh, it's uh, amazing on Braves, yeah. But so I want to just if this works. So you you've talked about Braves, right? yeah. Braves are lame. What's cool, yeah. is my matriarch queen. Yes. My matriarch queen has apex master. Yes, and the apex predator because in the new update. Now yeah. counts as following. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't really going to try and talk about this because one of the lists we're going to discuss. One of the lists ah. uh, I use. I used last week, and um, yeah, my opponent did not have a fun time. <laughs> we will. We will talk about. <laughs> we will talk about that this in a minute. The, yeah, this is the um, the the clickbait title. Yeah. It's like yes. what happens next will surprise you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. So I'm. I'll let you carry on. Uh, well, what, what does this Apex Mastery do? Well, Apex Mastery lets me put the Matriarch Queen on top of the Apex Predator, which essentially means that she joins the monster as a regiment. Um, nice. Now, the Apex Predator follows Conquest. You can give the Matriarch Queen, who's riding the Apex Predator, <laughs> Mantle of the Devoted, <laughs> which allows, which makes the Apex Predator a very religious dinosaur, right? You've got a fanatical conquest T-Rex that can move plus three inches on its first uh, movement, can then charge, and then can clash us. Yes. Yeah. So it's only move seven, but it goes to move ten. So you're moving ten inches on the first move. Then you're charging a minimum of eight inches. So that is an 18-inch guaranteed charge. And it has, it has unstoppable as well, doesn't it, as a thing? So... Um... You, does, get to, you, yeah. get to, you get to re-roll your charge as well, just just to be on the safe side. And Fiend Hunter, because it really hates uh, Steel Forged, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, it also, uh, interestingly, goes to Evasion 2. Well, this is the other thing I was going to say. Like, 
because it's also now not only is it like charged and uh, and like unimaginable distance and it's hit you in the face it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be able to take it out because yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that regiment now has a minimum of evasion too mm-hmm. fantastic and shock yeah. man that's a great great model. oh oh it it yeah you combine it yeah oh, that's so, right yes i'm looking at you, my you, list that i made yeah 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 you combine <laughs> it with something like the chieftain thing it's in it's in terrible but um Actually, yeah. Well, let, let's go one step bigger. Let's go one step bigger than an apex, because um, <laughs> large, large dinosaurs count as following conquest in general, don't they? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So, what, what's the other large? What's the other large dinosaur? Ah, oh, the drum beast. <laughs> yeah, drum beast. Yeah, well, like, tontor oh, as well, isn't it? Yeah, tontor. Oh, so let's say you, let's say you put a chieftain on top of that with the mantle of Otis, and now that tontor is fanatic um, of conquest. So now you've got this 28 wound, 16 attack, line breaker, cleave 1, trample 10. That's also, oh, it's only, it's movement, it's movement 6. Ah, oh, so it's only. Movement 6, oh, so, I mean, it's doing 9. It's still Plus got a minimum six. of 16, it's still got a minimum of a 16 inch range. Yeah. That it covers before rolling a d6, and then it's hitting you in the face. Yep. And this is also and this is also the thing with um uh this is the thing with brutal impact two and impact six on it already. Yeah. So this this thing is this thing is dangerous. Um so yeah, it it, it's and now I can't decide who to put it on. Oh well this is the thing that it's one art it's one artifact and it's like damn it. But you may be kinda you may be kinda thinking like, okay, well, Okay, that's fine. Like, yeah, that sounds pretty dangerous. But you got to put that's got to have a minimum of two tokens. Um, so you, you know, normally that's fine because that that means that something's got to activate and put mm-hmm. down a specific token before that that thing can do. Before mm-hmm. that 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 mental monster can now do these these crazy things. Uh, and that's where something called a that's where a priest called the Scion of Conquest comes into play. <laughs> and when I say he's a priest. He's a priest carrying a scythe, uh, like a flaming, um, uh, what's it called? Like a flaming brazier. And he's got a whopping great big sword on his back. Like, this is a priest that will mess you up. Mm-hmm. He's cleaved two naturally. Mm-hmm. He's, as good, he's as good as the best combat in, in the Wardroom, guys. Like, his, his stats and the Chieftain are, are pretty much the same. Like, five attacks, clash three, cleave two. Um, but he's got a, a spell called Crescendo, which is basically if it goes off, uh, so he follows. He has to follow Conquest as well. So when you draw him, you put down a token, mm-hmm. and then you do Crescendo. And if Crescendo goes off, you put down another token. But then you draw your next card, and if that card is a regiment, that card imme- that regiment immediately activates. So effectively, draw the draw the Scion, put down a put down a Conquest token, do Crescendo. Get it off. It's effectively seize the day, mm-hmm. um, with the guarantee that that regiment can do now at least tier one in anything you want. Yeah, you got two conquest tokens. Mm-hmm. It's very and, good. Yeah, yeah, and and it 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 sounds a lot, and it takes it does take a while to get your head around it, but um, it's a lot easier to be played than it is like reading the rules. Or having someone try and discuss and discuss mm-hmm. uh, discuss it with you. So, if you are part of a gaming group and, and there is someone who plays like Wardrune, 
and you're kind of interested in it, definitely ask to play like as them. Um, and 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 you'll probably you'll probably get your head around it fairly fairly quickly. Um, mm. I absolutely love it now. I I I really struggled to get to get to grips with it when I was kind of reading it, but after kind of a few games, yeah, I made, I, you know, you make the mistakes, you 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 figure out, oh, okay, this is what that means now, and that and that. and now I love it, and it's um, it's it's a case where wherever I play in my gaming group, they kind of just tell me like they kind of just say, just 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 tell me when I need to remove models. <laughs> 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 yeah, don't even bother telling me how you're going to eat me now. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially when you've got something like, uh, oh, it's like Famiton, and they just, you know, I'm going to charge you from just downtown from the board, and suddenly, yeah. you know, you're engaged. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and or, or death, which is like, oh, that, that regiment's not that bad. Oh, now they've got plus one clash. Oh, and they also have flawless strikes. <laughs> I have fun with that, yeah. Um, they are intense, I think, is, is the best way to put it. Like, Wardroon is a very intensive faction yes that's probably the best way to describe them it's like yeah high intensity all the yeah. time uh because they're not very tough i mean outside no. of a few models like you know they don't take a punch very well but they are probably more so the nords in my opinion the the aggro get in your face combo army you know, they're they're gonna hit oh. you and they're gonna try and break you that's... oh yeah yeah and they will they will out they will outspeed Nords. Mm-hmm. They are faster than, than Nords. I mean, yeah. again, Nords haven't got anything that can go twenty inches up the board with the chanting. Um, yeah. And and there's some regiments that are just naturally fast. Things. I mean, Raptor Riders are for fast cavalry. You know, they are incredibly fast, very adaptive mm-hmm. light cavalry. And you've also got hunting packs as well, which they have eight inches and they have Vanguard, so they are immediately twenty four inches. Mm-hmm. If you want, it can be twenty-four inches. Turn one up the board. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they, they. I think that's maybe where Nord, Nord, Nords can get a little unstuck with them, maybe, or get a little stuck yeah. with them. Is because Nords are the fast guys, but if you haven't necessarily played Wadroon yet, it can be a bit of like a nasty surprise to think, oh, hold on, why are these guys up the field this quick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah, um, I think that was like the fun thing, the nice thing about the guy that was playing at LGT was that it was the fourth game. We were both like mentally exhausted. Mm-hmm. We kind of like looked and went, you've got a fast army. Yeah, I've got a fast army. Yeah, do you just want to have like a punch up in the middle? And yeah. it was like, yeah, let's do it. Cool. <laughs> that's like, exactly how it was. That but even cool. even but even like in the punch up, because the Raptors were so fast, they held back his two giants on his end of the board. Right, and his two yeah, gi- yeah. his two giants were having to deal with these with these raptors before he could do anything. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they 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 can be, they can be really fast. They can be really, I won't say tanky, but they can be. Um. What's the, what's the word like? Annoying to kill. They can become more annoying to have to kill. Yeah. Um, yeah but yeah. as you said, they they they're not cheap. In terms of points, either I mean the cheapest thing is like 125 points, and that is for like the the uh, the hunting pack, which literally are just speed. There's nothing else really to them. They can't chant. They can't chant either the hunting pack, um, and something like the tontor. Tontor's like 300. Yeah, 310 points. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and the drum beast is like 330. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're pretty, they're kind of like semi-elite in that sense. Like, if you want to go for the really good stuff, like Chosen of Conquest, Chosen of uh, Death and all that, then, then um, you can, but you're not going to have that many on the board. Like Chosen of Conquest, for instance, are 230 points. Yes. For minimum yeah. three. So, yeah, you're not, you're not going to be getting that many, that many out there. Um, and Thunder Rider is like 250 as well. So, yeah. Yeah, so they're kind is, of, yeah. Yeah. But no, so that, that's for chant that's for chanting. That's taken I know it's probably taken a big chunk of a of a podcast, but it, it's it's uh it's a mechanic that kinda of needs to be breaking down. Mm-hmm. Um particularly because, you know, it's it, once we start, you know, it's, as we kinda of carry on and we talk about things, at, at least now you have a vague idea about what we mean by oh chanting death and famine and and getting this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's what it is with the Wadroon, is that they might not seem that impressive like on paper, but it's a chanting mechanic that really like brings them Definitely. into the core. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, should we should we have a look at your, your first list then? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um so the first one then, so the first one then is is what's currently released. Um and I'm gonna I'm gonna use the list that I played the other week. Uh, and I called it the Stampede of the Belly. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I like to have it a... as you're going through. Sure. Please do. Um, it is 2000 on the dot, and I've used the Army Builder. So um, if anything appears weird, it's it's. Um, I assure you, it's on the. I'm using I'm using the official app and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first warband I've got is a Predator. Fantastic. And he's got um he's following death and he has an artifact of death's death's reach. He has okay. like a, a special kind of a special thing to him. It's called Way of the Hunt, but he has a special thing called Ceaseless Hunt, which um basically gives the regiment he's with um fire in advance. Mm-hmm. And his mastery is Apex Master, so he can also ride one of those T Rexes. And this is the interesting. This is the nice thing with Death's Reach as well, because Death's 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 Reach gives him plus one uh, plus one attack and cleave one. And if he's on an Apex Predator, it gives the Apex plus one attack as well. Fantastic. In his warband, he has hunting. Pa- uh, he has two units or two regiments of hunting packs, both three stands. Uh, and a regiment of five raptor riders with a huntress. Okay. So big chunk, you know, big chunk of lights there. Um, the raptor riders are three hundred and thirty points for that regiment of five, and he also has an apex predator. So he's on the apex. Mm-hmm. The interesting with apex with with, with rider special rules is that they can't leave that regiment either. So he he loses uh, seek new escort. He got he can't take. Um, all intents and purposes, he's kind of like a like a cavalry model in that sense. He can't take retinues or anything either. So yeah, that's his that's his first warband. Uh, the second warband I've got is Matriarch Queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has she's also following death, um, and she has mantle of the of the devoted as an artifact. So that Good means choice. that yep, yeah, and that's giving regiment that she's with fanatic, uh, and she has. Apex Master as well. Mm-hmm. So and she is with a minimum regiment of blooded. 
and they haven't got anything else. They're purely they're purely about 135 points. And then there's this Apex Predator that she then joins. So this is now a fanatic of conquest Apex Predator. Um, the third chief, the third warband is the chieftain, uh, who is my warlord. And the supremacy for the warlord, the supremacy for the chieftain is uh, all friendly regiments. Uh, or, as long as he's on the field, all friendly regiments have shock. And shock, and again, they've changed the wording in shock, and, I, and they've, they've, made, they've made it better now. Shock used to be that you counted as like getting inspire plus two, or you counted like inspiring twice. Now it's now it's um, you you get you get um, plus one clash. For that, if you make that charge, um, you get plus one clash until the end of a round. And that also means that that clash now also applies to uh, impact attacks. Ah, of course. Brilliant. Yeah. So one list I did have, which was fun, was um, him with Fanatic Famine in Tontor Riders, mm-hmm. which meant that you had uh, six impact attacks at, cl- at, cl- at Clash 5. Wow. Which was hilarious. Fantastic. And you... Yeah. Would you go to, so if you're a Clash Four already? Because yeah, you get Clash Five. Yeah, do you go to Clash Five or does yeah. it get the same as Inspire? No, Inspire, Inspire the special, the thing on Inspire, the 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 kind of thing on on Inspire is just relating to Inspire. Fantastic. So, so you you can get so if something just says plus one Clash and it's not talking about Inspired, then you get plus one Clash. So the reason, the reason that these these fundal riders were plus one were, were clash five was they clashed three innately anyway. Um, they charged. They made. Um, they they got into. They made the charge fine. So his supremacy meant that they got plus one clash. So they're now clash four. And the fanatic of famine meant that it the 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 the, the tier three of famine gives them um, uh, plus two plus two impact hits so they normally have impact hit four now we went up to six and glorious charge which gives you plus one clash and terrifying one fantastic yeah and this thing this unit just wiped out (laughs) i think it was avatar like they were nothing nice yeah um so he's with a unit yeah so he's my warlord he has the artifact kiss of the dealer which is um, the uh, in a duel or clash, um, the opponent needs to re-roll successful defense rolls. Okay. So screw you, Ash and Dawn. Yeah. Um, and his way of war, which is like again his like a special thing, is violence of action, which basically means that the regiment he's with gains flurry. Yes. Uh, and he's also retinue. He's combat tier three, so he gets. Uh, he gets the plus one to his wounds. He gets uh, plus one attack <clears throat> and plus one plus one clash as well. Oh, okay. So he's 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 nasty. He's also he's cleave two innately as well. So now he's kind of six attacks at cleave two, clash four. That you need to reroll your defenses. And he's with a unit of six brave, uh, which okay. have a standard bearer and a champion. And champion gives them plus one, gives. Um, plus one attack to their characteristics. So they are five attacks a stand. And then finally, I've got the sign of conquest, uh, who's following war as well. Um, He has an artifact of sacred sensor, which gives him priest plus one. 
uh, and Wasteland Adder for flank. So, and he's with a minimum regiment of braves, so just three stands of braves. Okay. Yeah. That is 2,000 on the nose. Yes. So I chose this first time. First time I tried hunting packs as well. And mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll give the give Ape. I'll, put, I'll, put, give, I'll make the Apex Fanatic Conquest be a bit of a laugh. Bloody hell, this thing works. <laughs> 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 Bloody hell. And it even. And. and the idea was like hunting packs run up at first. Um, they're really fast. They can get halfway up the board at turn one. If you have any range stuff, then there's raptor riders following right behind them. Turn two, you either got to try and decide to shoot some of the raptor riders or, or the hunting pack or whatever happens, something's probably going to get in combat with you. Yeah. One of the hunting packs didn't come on until turn three. Fantastic. Yeah. But it still worked really well. Yeah. Um, the Raptor Riders were just running about, killing things. Um, turn two, and basically everything was coming on early as well. So turn two, um, it made sure that the Braves with the Chieftain came on. So turn two, I've now got Shock yes. across the army. And also, um, Scion is coming on with Flank, which means that now, not only have I got Shock, but now I've got Reliable Crescendo kicking off, which are these two, two Conquest tokens. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. And then turn three, and the reason I wanted a Scion to come on turn two, and I needed him to come on turn two, is again, like I said, you don't, nothing, you can't chant a regiment or character unless they start the round that turn, or they start on the field at the beginning of that round. So while my opponent was trying to deal with hunting packs and raptor riders, and now this big blob of braves moving up as well, turn three, um, the Scion's on the board, so he puts down a Conquest token. He casts Crescendo. He puts down another Conquest token. And he draws one of the Apexes. That's coming on automatically because of the, the way that the rules work. Yeah. So now there is an Apex Predator that has come on the field 24 inches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've, I've used the chanting. And although you can't chant or you can't put down a token if you, if you haven't started the round on the field, you can... Benef- you can chant the battle cry, so you can benefit from spending these tokens for the regiment, even if it hasn't started yet. So that Apex Predator ran up first movement of 10, which was its 7 plus its 3. It then moved again, which was 17, and then it moved again, 24. Fantastic. So all of a sudden, there's this great big dinosaur that's turned 3, on the middle objective, scoring away while my opponent is still trying to deal with like raptors and, and, and hunting packs. And then turn four, the other thing, the other apex came on, and uh, I mean, well, it, it was against Nords, and there were a lot of dice being rolled on my part. There were a lot of attacks. <laughs> Nords probably, with their low defense, weren't really having the best part of it. Uh, yeah. But I mean, it was it was a tabling by turn six. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and I think the final points was like fifty-eight, twelve, or something by then. Mm. Yeah, and we were playing. Um, uh, like grind them down so that you could get objectives very closely on your side of the board and everything. Yeah, it was a very, very fast, intense list. I think uh, that, well, the other thing is, even if, yeah, even if you're not killing your opponent, let's say you're facing something a bit tougher, uh, or maybe like a city-states block, I think you're still probably going to come out on top in that combat. But 
you're over halfway up the board on turn two. You know that they're not getting on those midfield objectives. No, no, no. And effectively, often, like they're yours. Oh yeah, yeah. And what what it basically? I mean, so the hunting packs, if they ran up twenty four, uh, they could then go another sixteen turn two. So they are then uh, so turn to twenty four. Uh, that's what thirty thirty four. That's forty inches turn two. Yes. The Raptor ride, yeah, the Raptor riders have come up turn uh, seventeen inches, turn one, and because the Scion's on the board, and I do Crescendo, I still can put down a Conquest token. Yeah, and then I can activate the Raptor riders, and so because on turn two, they also put down a token, I can give them tier one Conquest. So they're now they are seventeen, and then they move twenty, so they're now thirty-seven up the board as well, mm-hmm. and that's turn two. Yeah. So if you haven't got anything coming on, um, yeah, have fun. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely, it was definitely a case of yeah. This, this, this is a very fast, intense list. Uh, it wasn't necessarily a fun list, but it's definitely a contender for LGT at the moment. Well, it's also got a lot of loose formation, which I think might be the best rule in the game. Ah, uh, particularly on Raptor riders. Yeah, yeah. And the hunting pack too, with opportunist and loose formation. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and I think that's why I wanted two of them. It was like that's great. You charge because I think the idea was I was I wanted to have like the, the hunting pack kind of bit more forward, but on the flanks of the raptor riders. So it's a case of okay, whatever you're going to charge now is the other things are going to hit it, mm-hmm. and at least one yeah. of a hunting pack is going to have is going to have um, flurry, and it's not like these guys are bad either, and and they were clash two. So hunting pack clash two, but they're six attacks each. Yeah. They've only got defense one and evasion one, and they can't do any chanting or anything. But again, turn two, um, my chieftain's on the board, mm-hmm. and so whatever they get, in the, if they manage to get a charge now, they also get shock. Well, that's it. They so get clash four on the charge. Uh, yeah, they can go to clash four of the truck if they ch- if they attack you into in the flank, which is um not 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 um. Out of the realms of the possible with their with their fluid formation, hmm. um, they also are clash four. So it's eighteen to nineteen attacks because they have a leader. They have an alpha. Oh, fantastic! They have like an alpha hunter. Yeah, that nice. little. Yeah, <laughs> I basically describe them as cats. Like but, they yeah. are literally like a, they're just they're just a herd of cats running about and pissing you off. And the best thing about the cats is that they wait for you to turn your back and then they attack you. Yes. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. They are. Yeah. So there's nineteen attacks. If it hits you in the flank, it's 19 attacks at Clash 4 uh, with Flowey. Mm. That's outstanding. It, it's, yeah. It, it, it's just... It's just not a lot you can really kind of do about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so it was, a, it, was a, it was a pretty impactful list, I think. Um, Definitely. My opponent, my opponent who I, 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 play quite, I play quite often, he is an absolute gentleman. Like, he's, he's a... I love playing games against him. We always have like really close, really fun games. Um, so you know, shout out, shout out to your Mike. You know, you're always a, a, an absolute pleasure and a joy to play. Um, I'm still not sure he's talking to me yet after this. <laughs> after this game. <laughs> well, one guy, one guy came round, and uh, I think we were on, like turn four or five. He's like, "Oh, what turn are you on?" I was like, "Oh, turn four. He looked at the tape. He looked at where we kind of keep our models on the board. He said, "Oh, you still got all that to come on, mate." And my opponent just went like, "Oh no, that's for that's for dead pile." <laughs> that's all the stuff taken off. Yeah, 
<laughs> so yeah um but yeah so that was my that 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 was that was the list i kind of brought up and that's all stuff that's out now as well so that's not that's um that's like the the official list i'm terming it so if you want to take that to an official tournament you could um what's yours so mine is semi-official because okay. it's got the contour in it and that's Ooh. which so i'm thinking lgt it will be out by then um yeah. And it's actually very similar to yours. I think I saw yours and thought, I like that. I'm gonna gonna do that. Uh, so, <laughs> if you end up that... if you end up taking it and winning a gnome, I'm claiming that. Oh, I'm, I'm claiming so, I'm claiming like spiritual gnomeness. I've got fifty points left to put in. I can't work out exactly what to put in uh yet. Okay. But so the worst I was playing with. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna build it, I'm gonna build it with you as well. Bear, bear fantastic. Bear for war. Uh, I'm going to want to start new Wadroon. Uh, yeah, okay, right, go ahead. So I've got a Chieftain Warlord uh, yeah. because I think, like you said, you know, Shock Assault is a really good premise so ability. Good. The only other one I'd consider would probably be the um, Conquest, so um, the Sign of Conquest, uh, who yes. lets you pick your order. So rather than building your command stack, you just yeah. throw cards at your opponent, you know, as and when. Yeah, uh, I, I think. Is- I, I, it's it's up there with my favorite supremacy, mm-hmm. and it, it it is side by side with Chieftain's one yes. because you can just be the dick that while your opponent is now trying to like strain and 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 have physical pain on their face as they're trying to decide their order, you can just smile at them and just drop mm-hmm. your cards on the table, yeah, and, and... go <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and you get fun. one one huge turn. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, uh, it is. He... everything counts as uh or everything puts down conquest tokens as well. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not just you can decide your order, it's that again. Conquest opens up all the other tiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so he is uh Warband War. Uh and he has yeah. got so I've given him rapid displacement. Though I would also Ooh. I, well, I'm always a bit torn because I actually do think voice, uh, sorry, violence of action is better. And so I'm kind of up in the air on that at the moment. But he's got okay. a Tontor Rider. Nice. He is going to be on top of a Tontor. Yeah. Uh, and his mainstay is a block of six Braves who have a standard bearer. I haven't given them an officer yet. I've still I've got the points. I could, uh, sorry, a champion. Okay. I can give them a champion. So six uh, Braves. Yep. Six okay. Braves. Um, and when the chieftain is on top of the Tontor, it lets him do his um, way of war mm-hmm. to any unit within a, a range. I can't what it is now. Within a certain range. Eight inches, I think. Eight inches, yeah. yeah. So, so he can basically... Tontor rider. He can give another unit either double time or violence... Sorry, violence of action. Yes. I think Flurry might actually be a better choice. We'll see uh, on that eight in- Yeah, eight inches. It's just perfect. Yeah. And does it have to be on something in his warband? It doesn't, does it? Uh, any, no, it's um, it, it it's it's official wording is uh, ba chieftain attached to a tontor has its way of war abilities no longer affect the regiment character stand is currently attached to. Rather, the chieftain may select a friendly regiment within eight inches to gain the effect until the end of the round. Mm-hmm. Uh, this ability takes place at the end of the resolve draw steps. 
So uh, I, uh, I do think Flowey on like an Apex Predator could be fantastic. Well, okay, bear, bear with me on this one. Because have you have you given him a, have you given him a certain artifact yet as well? Not yet, no. Oh, okay. Bear with me on this, because he gives it to a friendly regiment. Hmm. So in theory, he could still give it to a regiment he's with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how about a sixteen attack tontor <laughs> that now has flowy? Yeah. So that's yeah. So I think. I'm pro- I do think I'm with or, you on that. I'm or a, a 16 that. attack Tontor that has Flurry that's run up and hit you from, what do we say, 16 inches away? 16 inches away. Yeah. Also, I've got his, his artifact slot there is, is empty currently. And that's because the next yeah. warband yeah. is the Matriarch Queen nice. with a unit of three blooded and an Apex Predator. Nice. Uh, she has, she's uh, Warband Death. Mantle of the cool. Devoted, Apex Master. Oh, fair. So, oh, I was already, yeah. Exactly the same, I think, as your... Um, yeah, it works so damn there. well. Yeah, and so my thought there was, like, I think the Tontor with She's the Mantle of Devoted is, is good. Um, yeah. I just like the idea of the T-Rex. I think... You know, sizing <sighs> up the field. I think with the T... Yeah. There's an interesting thing here, and again, you might be, again, people listening to this, you might be thinking, like, Christ, Wardroon are just, like, OP. Like, they need, like, they need to be sorted out. They, if they hit you, they will mess you up. Mm-hmm. If you hit them, you will mess them up. Yeah. So, the Apex Predator, yeah, he jumps in, um, but he's, he's 14 wounds, uh, defense 3, uh, you'll, you'll mess him up. And heavy too. And it's heavy, yeah. yeah. And it doesn't and he's not that reliable. Either. No, I mean he's only got twelve out. he can only have he's only got eleven attacks. Mm. And it and, and I have whiffed a lot of my I, I don't even bother I hardly ever bother rolling his impact hits because I normally get one if that. <laughs> um so if you charge in with him and you and you whiff it, he's gonna go down. Mm-hmm. Um that's I good. think that's why I'm kind of leaning towards like the mantle on the Tontor because that's now 28. Yeah, like I mean, have fun trying to get through this thing. Yeah, I mean he's pretty beefy. Uh, yeah, as well. Uh, yeah. My thought there is yeah. my thought there as well with the Tontor is that I feel like once the Tontor the Tontor has a lot more staying power, so the Tontor can charge in probably is going to be about the next turn. So I don't think it yeah. necessarily needs like I think the Apex Predator needs to hit first. True. True. Yeah. Thing. The Tontor, he's just kind of lumbering about, looking for some leaves, <laughs> stepping on things. He's a very nice Tontor, really. He, is. Uh, he doesn't even know he's in a battle. No, he's, he's so up high. Yeah, yeah it doesn't even know. It doesn't even know there's people fighting down below. Yeah, he's just stepping on you. He doesn't mean he's, to. He's, he's no. in the way. It's like uh, how we step on Lego. That's always exactly. happening. <laughs> <laughs> the third warband, which is a bit different. Yeah. I've, it's it's similar in a way. I've got a predator. Nice. Predator is called to death with nice. death's reach, Ceasus Hunter, and Apex Master. Nice. Um, Ceasus Hunter I really like because it gives fire in advance, which, you know, the, the Apex Predator isn't doing any, you know, range well, attacks, but the Predator on top can yeah. move, shoot you and then move again. So it's just, you know. You say death's, you know, death's sure. reach, you said as well. Death's reach, yes. yes. Oh, sure. so, yes, of course, yeah. Yes. Death's reach on him. And then nice. I've got a unit of three Raptor Riders. So only a small one at the moment. Okay. And then I've got two units of hunters. 
with a tracker. Ooh, ooh, okay. So I really like Hunter, Hunters. Yeah. And I with really trackers. like the trackers. And I ooh, think, good. to me, yeah. yeah, the trackers are mandatory because yeah. they give you flank and they also give you Fiend Hunter, which I think are two of the best rules currently. Um, it is. Particularly because they've got, these guys have got, they've still got it. Dead, yeah, they still have Deadly Shot as well. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And so they're definitely coming on turn one. So turn one, I get two units of Hunters and, and a unit of Raptor Riders off yeah. the bat. You know, so that's three units on. And then turn two, I probably have the Braves come on and I roll for the Blooded. I don't really care if the Blooded come on, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're I had to have a mainstay. Yeah, they had to be there. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, it's then the Heavies. So then I'm, I'm rolling for Heavies. But then, you know, one of the Apex Predators comes on. You know, yeah. The other one comes on next turn. Um, yeah, I think everything should usually be on by turn yeah turn four yeah oh yeah by turn by turn four we yeah realistically everything will probably be on yeah Mm. that's good so yeah 50 points i've got 50 points to play around with uh the only thing i am i am missing a scion of conquest i do like the scion but i also like the tontor so that's fine yeah yeah it's got to be a give here it's good. Yeah. Uh, oh well. I mean, you could just put in like some extra, like an extra thing on the Braves, but that that's boring. Well, uh, I thought that. I mean, I could always put in another. I oh, know I can't put in a Raptor. I'm Ten points short on a Raptor. I mean, there's so I've got the Tribal Sphere, but if you uh, yeah. when you chant, you, you lose they it. They remove it. Yeah. So I don't think there's much. I, I mean, I, I personally, I personally really like beast drums. is always is always a safe bet. Plus yeah. one cat, plus one, plus one attack and flurry. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Glaive, glaives of uh, was it, it was a kiss of a dinosaur, which was that they have to reroll successful rolls. Yeah. yeah that that on the chief cool. that on the chieftain always yeah. always goes down pretty well. Um, I would probably, yeah, I'd I'd probably go with um. Yeah, I'd probably say like maybe Graves of uh, Kiss of a Dinosaur on the on the, on the Chieftain, mm-hmm. which is twenty points. Oh, I've got twenty left. I get all you know. I've got thirty left. Thirty left, and oh, you want to make right? Yeah, do, do you know do you want one of the best? So blooded, I take it you're going to be using the blooded as a bit of like a buffer. Like yeah, a, they're like just a... there. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? Do you know what makes? Do you know what makes the most annoying um, kind of speed bump? And a aberration yeah speed bump that hits you when they die that's a great idea so let's stick the aberration in there so the aberration basically gives the blooded lethal demise and blooded have got five wounds across the board minimum as well so they're you know they're they're tanky guys so this is very good yeah so if you and and they don't the nice thing about blooded with them is that they only defense two and evasion one so chance to die if you hit them you're going to kill quite a few yeah and then then you're just going to take these hits back yeah that's very good and then i can also yeah, that leaves me with five points. Five so points. Um, I can always upgrade the um, the artifact on the chieftain to beast drums. Oh yeah, could yeah actually yeah that's probably a better idea. And that yeah, gives him that flurry. Okay. Yeah, I mean whatever. Even even if it's just him hitting that six attacks with flurry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's very yeah. good. Yes. Awesome. There we yeah. go. Well, there's my list. Good. Fantastic. Right, I'll look. I'll look. I'll look forward to losing that. <laughs> if you decide to bring it. Have you actually have you actually um, ordered a Tontor? Yeah. Not okay. yet. Not yet. Not yet. 
uh, I may do next, but if I order a Tom tour, I will play the Tom tour. And I'll also get the, the Land Before Time soundtrack to play. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think that was, yeah, I think every time, because I played him at like one of the local events at ours, and I just got into Wadroon, I just got the Apex um, right, put together okay. and painted. And every time it came from on the table, I just started chanting Jurassic Park. Yes, uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> it was like you knew at turn three or turn four would come on. You just heard me going, da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that looks, yeah, that looks, that looks a good list. That Fantastic. looks a good list. I'm actually going to save that. Awesome. I may take inspiration and steal from, steal from that. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's our that's our so I guess in this kind of final part of it now. We, I know we've probably been probably running out of time a little bit. I, think I guess ran over. Well, right, yeah. Well, the other one lasted like an hour and a half, didn't it? Exactly. We're all, we're all good. I think then the last one is um probably uh like how how accessible are they then and what what, what advice actually this is probably easier for you to answer because you you're kind of getting into oh. them. From a from a newer perspective, or from like a newer stance than I am, like how how easy are they to kind of get into, and and what 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 would you what would your advice be for anyone kind of like thinking about collecting them? Well, I think that, I mean if you if you if you think of collecting them, you should definitely collect them because they're a, they're a fantastic army. They're really fun to play, uh, and the models are gorgeous. Um, I'll, I'll reiterate my su- apparently my super hot take from last week that. Wardroom are, I think, the best <laughs> army. I think they are the most competitive army in the game, and they're not bad. It's just people who play them are bad, and you know, <laughs> I, I, I fully include myself in that too. Like, I think they're a really, they're probably the most difficult army to play um, because you're having to think about your chance sequence, um, and I think a lot of Wardroom players, like I have, um, they will have one warband, so they will have all death or all yeah. war. And that's not the optimal way to play them because the different warbands want different chants. But then when you get into that stage of it, if you haven't really thought your list through, you, you end up messing up your chants and you know you only get tier one off rather than tier two. Um, and it, it just makes them really difficult to play. But once you get those synergies going together, they're really powerful to the point that your opponents don't expect you to be able to do things. Yeah. Um, like we've been talking about in, in all of our lists and before the list, the three activation Apex Predator. You know, it's just an example of, of something that's awesome. But it's not the only thing, you know. No. When you're chanting, you know, you're having well, just in that list there, you know, um if I get to tier two, I've got a unit of Braves that have plus one to its clash, with an additional plus one to its clash from um shock. shock. That's with cool. an additional plus one for char- for inspiring, yeah. With flawless strike special rule, like you know, they're just going in, they're hitting anything. Yeah, but you can also you can also chant um, you, you can also chant conquest with these units as well. Um, yeah, because like you're saying, if you get a conquest, or if you get two different um, two different chants down, it can chance conquest. So they're just going faster. You know, maybe they're evasion two plus two at that point, and then. Yeah. They're really bear, hard to move. Yeah, bear, bearing in mind that the big diners are putting down conquest tokens themselves as well. Exactly. So yeah, 
once you get the hang of that idea, the, the, I guess the other t- thing on top of that as well, though, is that your opponent is also trying to kill you. And so if they're taking out units that are in your stack that you've organized, mm-hmm. you know, it ends up messing up your, your yep. order. And so they're a really tricky army playing. It requires you to have quite a good grasp of, of the battlefield. I think that's why people find them so difficult to play. Yeah. Because um, I think another army we said was quite, you know, another complicated army would be something like the Spires. And I think they're, they're complicated in a different way. But for instance, with the Spires, really, if one of your things gets killed, you just, you know, buff something else. And sometimes it can mess you up a little bit if they kill something that, you know, you had next in the stack. But generally, it's pretty good. You know, you, you've, got, you've got options there. Whereas with the, uh, the, um, the Wardron, you can have your yeah. plan really messed up if your opponent knows what they're doing. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. they are accessible. I think you just have to be willing to accept that the first few games you play, you're going to not play optimally. <laughs> um, you know, and also, no, like we said before, you, you'll notice uh, none of our lists had slingers in because no one wants to play slingers. Um, and I don't think it's even because they're bad. I just think that, you know, I like Wardroom because I want to play big stompy dinosaurs. Uh, exactly, yeah. So they have big stompy dinosaurs. Dude. Yeah, no, Slingers are still really, really good. I mean, they've, and again, they've gone up to this 18 inches. I think they're one of the, you know, mm-hmm. outside, outside of, um, what is it, like Marksman and Longbow, I mean, they've probably got one of the longest ranges in the game. I mean, these guys have such strong arms to be, to be slinging stuff that far too, you know? It's, yeah, exactly. It's exactly. exactly. So they're still really good, but, but, yeah, you know, it, 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 it's um, okay. They can still hit you in the face as well. Like, it's not like the hunters. I mean, the hunters are, are probably just as dangerous mm-hmm. in combat as they are throwing stuff as well. Yeah. Um, well, there's but... so much stuff that has, there's so many brutes around in the game. And yeah. There's quite a lot of monsters. Yes. And so, you know, infantry, they can just throw some spears at, you know, and they're still pretty good at it. Yeah, but as soon as there's like a brute or a monster, they're pretty good, hunter. especially with yeah, with chanting and fiend hunter. Maybe they can kill stuff pretty, pretty handily as well. Oh yeah, yeah, that. yeah. So and, well, even even with the apex, uh, the apexes, a lot of people will like try and charge the apexes into infantry, and they're not they don't really tend to do that much. They are they are monster and brute killers. They have fiend hunter as well. Like they want to get up with your monsters, and they want yeah. to chomp them basically and when you've got you got your predator on top of yours he's got fiend hunter as well mm-hmm. uh so he's also like shooting and hitting you and re-rolling and re-rolling the hits um and i think with my list like i've got the t- the tontor is there to kill infantry and good infantry as well like you know that that's what's probably getting sent into infantry box to just yeah. kind of you know casually stomp over them See, I, I would, I would actually, I, yeah, I'd actually probably just put the Tontor, like, center objective and be like, right, have at it. Exactly, yeah. It's probably not dying. Stick a queen near it so that you can heal it up for four wounds. Yeah. Each, each um, time as well. Chant Conquest 2, you get plus 2 evasion on your yep. enormous dinosaur. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, even, even if you don't clash, if you just manage to charge into something, it's still six impact two. Yeah, exactly. It's impact two it's, hits. Yeah, it's just it's just a good a good piece. 
it is. I'm glad. I'm glad it's it's good. But yeah, I think I think if you're just wanting to play big dinosaurs and stompy guys, they're a great faction. And yep. if you want to be a bit more competitive and the you know entering into events, you know, if you get the the games and the reps in, I think they're just as competitive as anything else. Maybe yes. do I give a better? Yeah, that's. I, I think that's going to be the summary for for most of our. <laughs> yeah, case. definitely. Yeah, so it's probably better. Yeah, but, yeah. but because yeah. because I mean, I I do struggle with in this edition. I really do. I I, yeah. I've always found I find Dragon probably the most challenging to play as Wardroon at the moment. I think because that, they can just be so because of their tankiness. I think that if you asked in any chat. Which faction was like the hardest one? Everyone is going to say Dragon. Yeah, quite. They're, quite. they're tough, you know. They're hard to oh, kill, yeah. and they hit really hard back. But exactly. I do think that, like you know, with the lists we talked about, you, you do have the tools there to to beat them because you can, you know, if you can. So there, there's some chat going on in um, some of the other channels on the Discord, and people talking about like you know, obviously the way to do it, you can move charge a Helbinger Drake, and I think you know. They're right. That is the way to deal with the Helbinger Drake, but it's just very difficult to do. And if you're move charging, you're probably not killing it, which means you're no. probably getting counter charged. Um, or or with... let, let, let's not turn. I mean, this is still a this is still a flightless dragon that yes, can exactly. still hit. Yeah. That's still going to hit you in the thing. And it's yeah. not bad. It's got cleave one and stuff, hasn't it? I think the Helbinger yeah, so on top of my head. Or if it's got or if it's got sorcerer on top, he's just he's just lobbing fire spells. Exactly. And I'm a bit biased. I mean, there's a bit of discussion on that and where the source was best. I just, I love the Helbinger Drake, and I think I'd only really take one with the source on top. So all of my Helbinger Drakes have source on the top. But, um, but I know. But with the <laughs> with the queen on top of the apex, if you can get that line through, you know, you can move, charge, and then clash as well, and then you yeah. do have a pretty good chance at taking it out. Yeah, I'm oh, not, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'd have to roll, run the numbers on that, but I think you've got a pretty oh. decent chance of of doing that. Well, I think a lot of damage. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Ex- ex- you, you definitely, you definitely do. Um, shit, I mean, with, with the, to be honest, with the queen, I, I think you probably experienced. You said, I think you said this yourself as well. When we played in the OGT, you'd first of all came as the first time you came up against raptors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, the, yeah. and it's these things mm-hmm. that really are dangerous and and yeah i will i will have a list without apex predators fine mm-hmm. i very rarely have a list without raptors because that they are so, so damn good and i just wanted yeah. to picture so um apex queen with brood of angora so yeah. she can now go with some raptors they can score uh because she's a heavy yeah um give them fanatic in death if they charge in, um, also, also with with yeah, let's let's say with the let's say the chieftain's on the board and, he, and you've got his his um, mm-hmm. his his supremacy. So if they charge in, uh, she is um, well, she she's four um, clash, and they and they char and they chant death. She is four clash five, brutal impact two hits mm-hmm. from her brutal angora. But then that's even just a minimum of three. That's sixteen. Clash five. No, clash four. With flurry attacks from the raptor riders of the raptor riders. 
uh, mm -hmm. have flawless strikes. So every one is ignores your defense. Um, and then relent, uh, deadly blades. So every six that you roll in your defense, you lose a thing. You take an extra mm -hmm. wound. Uh, with um, yeah, plus one plus one clash you get from the tier tier one. But then they also get um, untouchable. So they're rerolling their defenses. Yeah, six. That deletes anything. It, I've, I've used it a couple of times. It just deletes anything it charges into. Yeah, and and I I don't and I don't run three raptors. I normally run five. Mm -hmm. uh, so that that's normally twenty five attacks, twenty six attacks. I think I think as well like when we're talking about like accessibility, you're very good at taking out units. But yeah. like we said, you know you're fairly um, low defense in general, and yes. so it's they're very much a peace trading faction. And so you need to know which pieces you need to take out of your opponents. You know, it's so yeah. like so. Every last week, I played Hundred Kingdoms. You know, if my opponent took out, you know, a unit of three men at arms with the Raptors, I'm not really going to be that fussed. But if they use that to take out, say, the Steel Legion or the Household Guard, at that yeah. point, it's a bit more like, oh, okay, yeah, um, which they can, which they can do. Exactly. And this is yeah. a light, this is a light regiment as well. Mm -hmm. So. And they have fluid formation and stuff, so they're, they're, you know, they're, they're one that you can adapt fairly easily with, mm -hmm. uh, get them on the board quickly, and, and really have them yeah, addressing issues or, yeah. or the threats that start appearing on the board. Yeah, huge um, fan of factors. They are. I mean, to me, oh, <laughs> they are. Yeah, like it, they're amazing models. Uh, this isn't just this isn't just gaming talk either. They're, they're such cool models. And yeah. the first three I painted up are in the colours of Arcanine. Uh, <laughs> and Bulbasaur. Yeah, I hadn't, hadn't realised that I actually painted three starter Pokemon. I like that. Um, cool. I was like, you know what, I'm going, I'm going with that. Um, <laughs> they are incredible. They're such, they're such beautiful models. They're incredibly, incredibly fun to paint. I need to do and, those too. Yeah, they're just so fun. They're just so fun to play with. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, that's the other thing, painting wise. I think yeah. they have a really fun army to paint because there's a lot of variety with them, and the, the sculpts are really nice. And we should have a hobby section in. Have you got any hobby recently, James? I have actually. I've uh, I've been painting up the Hephaestion, oh, which has also been an okay. absolute joy to paint, actually, as well. Nice. Yeah, that's I'll, also uh... on my list to do at some point. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, yeah, I've been painting up the Hephaestion. I've been spraying some uh, some Minotaurs and some Agema. Nice. And some veterans as well. Yeah, so I'm trying to get my my city states. Up, up to about fifteen hundred painted, which nice. mostly there. Yeah, mostly there with the um, the the stress of UKG from Yanis saying that we all needed demo forces fully painted. Um, no, I, I'm still not nah. happy. No, but we never, but we never end up using anyway. Uh, uh, it actually meant that I broke the back of the city states. Yes, that's good. Way. So yeah, so that's good. Yeah, so um, as much. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've not got them all built, but I was looking at my. I was looking at I. Yeah, I, I, was talking, I think at the moment I'm probably torn between Hundred Kingdoms, Wardroom, or City States for LGT. Um, Hundred Kingdoms, I've definitely got. You know the list. I know I play. It'd be it's a really fun list. Um, yes. I was looking at my City States though, and I was like, oh, I wonder if I have enough Hoplites. And I've just looked at how many Hoplites I have, <laughs> and I think built I have nine stands of Hoplites. Oh wow! And nice. Unbuilt, I have another six stands of Hoplites. 
Oh, wow. And so I'd only really need one more box of Popolites to be putting down like 18 <laughs> stands of Popolites. <laughs> and I'm like, that's kind of what I'd want to do. I mean, just two big bricks. That's yeah. probably an acceptable number. Yeah, I just need to decide how I want to paint them. That's the problem. Yeah, no, and that's, that's been the thing with me as well, actually. I've been, I was, was went through a few different designs on them. Mm. Uh, I think I've got a fair idea for Wardron how I'm going to paint mine. Yeah? They are, they are built now, mostly. What, what what skin color do you reckon? I think I think like it's a, a variety of them. Yeah, like a brownie yellow. Ooh. like a yellowy color is what I'm going. Well, that's different. To yeah, because I haven't seen many. No, that's that a color. that's a cool. No, that's a cool color. That's yeah. a cool color skin. It was yeah, either yellow or like a mint green. But I think I might go for the yellow because I think it's a bit easier to do. Yes, and actually, I mean, yeah, just to, I mean, with the again, like going back to a bit like you know accessibility and stuff as well. There's a lot of skin, and yes. there's a lot of fabric with them because they don't they don't particularly wear a lot of heavy armor. And so, um, I've just been I mean, all my guys been to me. I've used contrast or like speed paint yeah. and stuff on them, and it and they just take to them so well, um, which and which is great because it means you can actually get a bunch painted out really quickly. Yeah, um, oil paints and, are amazing on them. Yeah, yeah, and the big dinosaurs as well, like the Raptor Riders and the and the uh, apex and stuff, you know, they're, they're dinosaurs that've got feathers. Mm-hmm. Like the reason they get called the angry chickens. <laughs> and so again, it's not it's not just like you you're not just kind of like just painting skin either. Now you've got like nice dry brushing effects you can do on on things like the feathers and and, and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Now you know, for hobby wise, yeah, they're they're they're, they're such a fun. I'm going to paint them. Painted as well. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. have a fully painted army for London. That's that's my aim. Nice. Have that. Though. Yeah. Hope. I think maybe. <laughs> I think I think that's the thing. Like, if the Tontor can, if the Tontor arrives here in time, mm-hmm. I'll take the Tontor. Uh, that yeah, no, that I'm may not... be the only sticking point. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't guarantee. I don't know when that is going to arrive. I may be they're fully saying mid September. Yeah. yeah, they're saying like mid September. Hope hopefully it kind of does. But if I can get it painted in time, yeah, I'll take I'll take that. But I, I don't think I can. Yeah. Bit, I'm not. I'm not going to. It it it's too lovely. Not to have yeah. on the board painted, not to have on the yeah. field painted. I, I won't be able to, you know, I won't, I won't be able to like do it justice. So if I think, if I'm sure that I can get it painted in time, I'll, I'll, I'll probably be putting it in this VLGT. Yeah. yeah. Mine may yeah. not be completely done, but it will hopefully be. That's uh, fair. Yeah, hopefully done. Yeah. Maybe we could have a tontor off, like a tontor. Oh, that'd be June amazing. Kind of that'd be, that'd yeah. be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, well, let's hope it's not. In the, you... Let's hope it's not in the first game. Because me and you. Even us want that disappointment. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah um you know i'm just like i'm just like fantasizing here but you know like last game top table our two tontors mm-hmm. stomping at each other before we know they're about to get nerfed <laughs> yeah um now well, i guess i guess then that probably brings us on to the last bit of the well very quickly then the faction rankings so again yeah. so at the end of each each episode we're just going to like give a very quick like rundown of, of where the factions currently are based on where they are on Longshanks and to be honest there, there hasn't been much change apart from um, uh, Spires pipping city-states to number two yeah and when yeah, we say so... pipping literally because they're both on a 55% win streak or yeah. win rate yeah yeah so yeah Spires city-states well you've got Dwego first yeah you know I think we'll say that for a while yeah, 60 percent win rate for for Dwayne yeah. at the moment. 
Um, Spires and City States are uh, obviously two and three. And yeah. then <laughs> you've got three <laughs> factions all on 47%. Yeah. So this game is nothing if not consistent. Um, yes. And then somehow 100 Kingdoms still at the bottom of 45%. 45%. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Come on. No, don't know. Don't know. So, yeah. So, number one, we've got Dwegum. Number two, we've got Spires. Number three is City States. Number four are the Old Dominion. Uh, number five are Nords. Number six are Wadroon. So, forget everything we just said about them being good because apparently they're amazing. <laughs> they're, still, they're still not. Uh, number seven are 100 Kingdoms. Yeah. Which is still really big. Again, I, I, uh, yeah. Um, uh, Ash and Dawn have only just really come out. So good. And stuff and, yeah, yeah. They're and, obnoxiously and, good. I love them. They are. And Wadru, I, I expect when once the Thunder Riders have come out and the Tontor and stuff, I think we're going to. I can see them probably actually going to number one. Because I think people are. Yeah. In terms of like this kind of competitive scenes, I'm not sure people are going to um, quite know how to deal with a Tontor straight away and stuff. No. So I, I think no. they're going to jump up to like number one, and then maybe then start going down to like three or four. Yeah, I think I think that kind of like city states did, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. really high, and then you know. Yeah, well, what's, this, people... what's this? What's this good? What's this? What's this good tanky infantry? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, city states minotaur is really bloody good. I was going to say, and these cows at uh, these yeah. cows that wreck your face. I didn't yeah. appreciate it until um, the UK Games Expo when I was doing demos with them. <laughs> I was playing these random demo games and they were just absolutely deleting people. I was like, what? Yeah. Oh, oh, they're pretty good. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, also yeah. Had, I also had, I meant to mention this earlier, I had a you know, hunting pack, flank charge the hoplites, and oh, yeah. five stands of hoplites on the charge. <sighs> and I was you. like, they're not normally that good, but that was amazing. Told you, told you, they're cats. Yeah, it was it, awesome. It, it, yep, they've got that alpha cat, they've got that alpha feline running around. <laughs> yep. Um, no, but yeah, so no, so so there's not too much change. Um apart from spies, yeah, just kind of replacing. But yeah, like we said, it is um three of the factions are all on the same rate, two of the factions are on the same rate. And and even Hundred Kingdoms, like forty five. Yeah. Instead of forty seven, like effectively you've effectively got four factions that are around the same the same bit. Yeah, I think I think it's all fair. The field all seems fairly. It is. It is, and 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 you know, worst, worst between the worst and the and the top, there's fifteen percent. Yeah, which is which is hardly you know, hardly anything really, and that's <laughs> the best down to the worst. So yeah, you know, it's all looking in a good in a good in a good state. Good. So we'll just wait for war elephants to come out in March, and then. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to start um, another uh, faction. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know. And um, before, like, before, like, Jan, <laughs> just in case, like, Jan or Savage going, oh, for God's sake, like, you, you showed them pictures in the in the release stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is all good. So now, now the pressure is on you. Release them with war elephants. That'd be so cool. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> no, exactly. Oh, brilliant. Uh, well, I think that brings us probably to the to to the end to the end part of the yeah. podcast. Then, yeah, I think so. Um, so what are we looking at next next episode? Do we think? Um, so next ones, yeah. I don't think. Uh, I think we were we were we talking about spires as the next one. We could do spires. We could, yeah, do city yeah. states maybe, or yeah, whichever. What do you, what do you actually? I don't know. Let's, let's... 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, let's do spires. Uh, spires, yes, and I, yeah. I know why we have to do that. So yes, I let's remember. Do spires. And Good. I think because we, with the other factions as well. So so as we kind of go through the factions, I think we're also going to try and get on. If if, if we're also going to try to bring on people who regularly play as them. Doesn't they're not doesn't make them like competitive best players. Nah, they're the super competitive. Else, yeah, we're getting yeah. nothing. But, yeah. yeah, nothing but yeah. the best. <laughs> nothing but the best. <laughs> <laughs> high quality competitive players is all you get here yeah exactly <laughs> exactly um so you know yeah but no we, you know, we want to bring people because i don't play spires um i don't think you do at the moment are you no I, spires, I've, I've 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 played you know very briefly but yeah they're yeah. not a no they're not a fact i've played much of no exactly exactly so there's not much point to us talking about factions that we don't really play a lot of because it would just be me saying how much i hate drones for two hours anyway <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I think it would be the same as well. Just stay dead. Why? Yeah. Why? Just no. It's not coming back. Who? Who runs? Who runs like eighteen stands of them? Exactly eighteen. They're rookie yeah. numbers. I think it was twenty-seven. Last <laughs> time I oh, actually, it might have been twenty. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. But no. So we're going to try and bring some some people on. So I think um I think we're going to see if I can bring on like one of the other vanguards who does spires. Uh, see if he's around. Because mm-hmm. um. And yeah, so no, let's yeah, fine. Let's say spires for the next one. That sounds yeah, sounds, sounds fantastic. Good. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah, well, great. Well, well, thank you for for li- li- uh, listening to us go on about um, orcs on dinosaurs mm-hmm. or dino orcs. Um, we need and... to work out a like a, an end of a way to end the podcast at some point. Like chain attack. Yeah. That's what we need at some point. We'll work that out. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah, that's true. Um Yeah, we'll figure we'll figure something about we'll, yeah, we'll figure we'll figure something about out. I guess for the end part then is um Yeah, fine. Name your name your favourite name your favourite Wardroon unit or regiment. Uh released or not released? No, full full roster. Full roster. I am so excited for chasing the famine. Nice. Uh, do I mean famine? I think yes, I do. They're the light ones, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm so excited to chase the famine. Yeah, they're going to they're be awesome. Uh, gonna what's be... Uh, what's yours? Um, uh, I want to say uh, actually the Quattle. I'm so Ooh, keen. To see. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it used to be the Thunder Riders and the Tauntor, but now that they kind of released, I just want to know what the Quattle looks like. Yeah, definitely. So I think at the moment my favorite is going to be the Quattle because. I just really want to see it. I just really want to yeah. see it. Yeah. It'd be so, yeah. I think it would be absolutely amazing model. It would be really great. Yeah. It would yeah. be really then... great if we got to release that model. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if oh. the spoiler. <laughs> oh, that would be, be swell. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then, and then like the Chieftain having a mastery where he can ride it. I mean, you've just, I've just got my, the my, my, oh, the cho- yeah. Oh, and I've just got, you, and you've just got like your, 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 your orc dragon rider. That'd be amazing. I'll, I'll be happy. Yeah, I'll be happy. There you yeah, go. They can hire us for yeah. concepting. Though you know, rules yeah. writing probably not, but concepting. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. There you go. It's more hats. Um, I don't know. No, yeah, and there'll be a special release edition where you can ah. put fish gnomes on the base of it. Uh, Just yeah. one. Yeah, we've yeah, started to slide them into things. Exactly. There you are. Instead of hunting pack on the Tontal base, there's a fish gnome on the That'd be amazing. base. Amazing. That's what I want. There you go. That's there you what go. people want. 
There you go. There you go. If you yeah. listen to this, Davros, we've figured it out for you. We've, yeah. we've done exactly. it. Yeah. The people have spoken. <laughs> exactly. We said we were going to include gnomes. That's in, in... Yeah, we did really well there, not mentioning gnomes. No, 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 no. Just keep sneaking them in there. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. No, well, always, a, always a pleasure. Right. Always Fantastic. a pleasure, mate. Um, yeah, so um, in um, until the next one. Yeah. Uh... Oh, that was terrible.